Hi, welcome to the Coffee Chat Show here on Buzzing Patea, the show where we talk about things that are happening right here, right now, as well as general news, tips, information, and advice. Now, guys, welcome back to part two. Joining me is TJ. How you doing, my man? Yeah, sound. Yeah, you're looking pretty dapper there, son. (laughs) I try, I try. He's been out there with the wax, isn't he? Doing all the old (laughs) tweaks around. Honestly, you've got to watch him, I'll tell you. He's the vainest boxing bare-knuckle guy I've ever met in my life. Far too pretty to be a (laughs) bare-knuckle boxer. (laughs) Well, in part one, if you missed part one, check out in the description below, there's a link there where TJ explains about all his life back in Plymouth, what it was like as a young lad coming over to Thailand, not only for a holiday with his mates, but he's been living here now for 10 years. So, uh, you know, check it out because you know we're level now aren't we mate yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, there's no good looking bad looking Even Th- that's all gone now that's all gone even with your six pack it's all gone they, they like my little round pack my round packs does me alright <laughs> one pack one pack. give me one pack now all jokes aside what I want to do in this in this part of our interview is I want to just talk to you because there is a serious side to you, you know, I know you're a great laugh you're a good lad to go out and have a few beers with you enjoy the parties etc etc but now you're a much more focused, much more dedicated guy. In terms of the changes, let's talk about your boxing. What made you decide to think to yourself, do you know what, I'm gonna have a go at boxing here? Box, uh, back in the day? Yeah. So I started boxing when I was 14 or 15, and I was getting in trouble back home, and I was a bit of a, I know it's hard to believe, but I was, <laughs> I was a little shit growing up. So I started boxing, actually I started boxing originally for the fitness for football. Oh, okay. Um, and I thought, oh, this is amazing. I'm yeah, yeah. punching the face. I'm <laughs> not getting arrested for it. This is amazing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I stuck at it for a bit um, and then joined the Navy, boxing the Royal Navy for, for God knows how many years. Um, that was cool. You know, yeah. I, and I still played football and box. It was like both. I wasn't really passionate about boxing. Um, and then when I came back out and I moved to Newquay, mm-hmm. down in Cornwall, uh, my first official amateur fight. Yeah. Um, and knocked, knocked the guy out in the second round, which was amazing. So uh, I was like, oh, this is absolutely brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm normally getting arrested or yeah. getting in trouble for, for fighting and stuff. So I stuck at it, um, ploughed through for God knows how many years, then moved to Thailand about three years after that. Yeah. Didn't box for probably the first two, maybe even three or four years. It was a long, I had a proper break. Just enjoying Thailand, do you know what I mean? didn't have a break. He was busy doing yeah, that. Yeah, on, on the beers, on the beers, for sure. Too hungover, do you know what I mean? And then in Bangkok, um, which I used to live in um, five, six years ago, I started training again. Mm. I was like, oh, and it rekindled that, yeah. oh, that love, and I was like, yeah. passion. But still, I was still juggling being a party wreckhead, party boy, and, <laughs> and a fighter, trying to juggle both. I trained hard through the week, and yeah. I'd party harder at the weekend, yeah. you know? Um, I had plenty of amateur fights over here. Um, never had any, any plans to go pro. Um, and then it was only when I turned pro for boxing four years ago. Mm. Yeah, I was 30, so, so yeah. that's a very late age to turn yeah, pro. Yeah. And the reason I turned pro is because, um, shout out to my friend Scott Patrick O'Farrell in Singapore. Uh, I was boxing under their show, for, they did like a corporate boxing yeah. event. So you had a world title fight, professionals, and then the first preliminaries were like um, corporate boxers. Oh, okay. To try and raise them, I don't know what it's for, but so I flew down from Thailand to there to box. Amazing, loved it. And they did another event six months later, and they couldn't match me because I was I was not amateur level right, anymore. Yeah. And he goes, "Hey, what? Um, I can't find anyone to box here. Be unfair. Why don't you turn pro?" And I fought a guy who had had four fights and was undefeated. Oh, okay. So I was like, "Oh." Yeah. Anyway, I smashed him. Um, yeah, did really well. He's composed. It was like John Nutt, as you, you know, John yes, Nutt. Yes, um, yeah. He actually announced me. 
um, which is pretty cool, man. And it was just the best. 8,000 people. I'm used to like 200 people. It's yeah. amazing, amazing. Oh, fair play. And that was, oh, it's amazing. But I was still, I'll be honest, like, um, it's no secret, I love a good party. I was still training hard and partying just as hard. Brilliant. I wouldn't miss training. I always train, but I would party for two or three days at the weekend, which was, wasn't good. And as we were talking about earlier on today, um, any fight I've ever lost, any fight, professional or amateur, is because I was partying the weekend before. It was, it was too, much, too much of that, that's what it was. But you it know, was, you, yeah. you've now changed completely, haven't you? Because I mean, let's be honest, I've known you a long time. It <laughs> yeah. won't be the first time I've stumbled into you no, in, no, in one of the bars. That's, that's <laughs> you probably can't that. remember them, but no, there you go. It. But I mean, now all jokes aside, you are very dedicated, aren't you? And you're not only dedicated in terms of like your boxing, but you've changed the genre now. Now you're into that, bare knuckles. Bare knuckle, that's it. And, and the reason for that transition, this might sound a bit crazy, but if you look at my hands, mm. I, must have scarred, had, yeah. I must have had 200 plus street fights growing <laughs> yeah. up. So I've been doing bare knuckle yeah. all my life, technically. Yeah. Um, and this may sound a bit crazy, and I'm sure the guys listening will uh, understand, but I'm more comfortable without gloves on. Mm. It feels it's more natural to me. Yeah. I was never the best boxer. I started quite late, I turned pro late. Mm. So boxing, I, I'm, I love a good scrap, but I wasn't technically the best boxer. Mm. And then last year, last uh, last February, and if you remember, up in Bangkok, I fought for the Thai National Championship. Belt. That's right. Yeah, I was um, there. Yeah, I really was there. prestigious yeah. belt, lovely belt and stuff. Eight rounds, um, first six rounds, just dominated, smashed him. Mm. I think I was sober for about two months, which was good. So um, yeah, smashed him. Round seven, me being me, dropped my hand, do, yeah. do my usual sort of cocky stuff, and he caught me with a one-two. Didn't hurt. Didn't even rock me. And the ref ran in and waved it off. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. now I found that after that Thai guy, a very good boxer, a young kid, but he's um, he's going to the Olympics. Mm. So for him to lose that oh, yeah, to a Westerner, that wasn't good, yeah. and you know what Thailand's good. like, yeah, very yeah. Corrupt. but it's fine. And I was like, and obviously you know about like Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury, they should have fought years ago. Yeah, and they haven't because I believe that glove boxing, especially now with like Jake Paul fighting. Mm. Um, Mayweather. It's ridiculous. It's, 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 it takes a mockery out of the sport. It's all money, and yeah. especially for the guys that train their ass off. And, yeah. and these guys are making 100 million, 10 dollars. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. And it's mad. I mean, like it's you said with that Jake Paul. I mean, that was just an insult to the sport. I think literally, that done such literally. a damage to the sport because he's not a boxer. He's fighting not just another box, he's fighting one of the most iconic just fighters exactly, in the world. Exactly, And that, probably yeah. for another 100 years to come, he will still be one of the most yeah. iconic fighters, and yet he gets in there as a go. It's like, how and, does that and, work? And, and, you know? Not much as a go, he earns like $100 million. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, in terms of boxing, I mean, I've seen you, I've seen a pretty much, I think I've seen all of your fights, I think, yeah. apart from one. Talk to me about Naz. Come on, you two are brilliant. Naz I love are, these two are brilliant. Naz, these Naz two are brilliant. So, um, back when I, when I was still amateur, I was smashing everyone, but like, I was just plowing through them. Just it was just it wasn't, e- it wasn't easy, but yeah. it was. I was just it was always like um, quite big events, like in nightclubs, yeah. you yeah. know. But I was yeah. still amateur. Yeah. But I always fought, even when I was amateur. I never fought with a head guard on. Yeah. I've always fought. So I, I was doing five rounds, which is more than a pro anyway. Yeah. Pro was four rounds, yeah, right? Four and your yeah. first couple of rounds, first couple of fights. So I was always fighting at a pro level, 10, 15 fights, remember was. Anyway, I was 9-0, yeah. 9-0 in Thailand, 9-0 in Thailand. Uh, fight, fighting, no head guard, 10-ounce gloves, and they're still amateur. And uh, Nazar Morris, uh, as we know, very good yeah, friend of mine now. great lad. Uh, he was about 6, 7 kg, maybe more heavy than me. Mm. And me being the arrogant, I said, ah, oh, it doesn't matter, I'll smack, yeah. it doesn't matter how big you are, I'll knock you out. <laughs> 
So I, I, I'm quite quite uh, quite vicious on social media, as you know. He's brutal. I'm You're brutal. Banned and, You're banned brutal. Banned <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so, so I went back and forth, and we fought, and uh, I came out and uh, I socked him with a big one-two, my trademark under there, bum bum, and then he just kept on coming forward. I was like, oh, trash man. That don't normally happen. Yeah, so, so, so then we were going at it, and then the end of the first round, last 10 seconds it was, he caught me with the right to like, sort of here, the side of the head temple. Mm. My legs went, Yeah. And then, the and then the bell went. I was kind of like, oh, I'm not used to this. What's going on? There's a reason there's weight classification yeah, yeah. in boxing. Oh, God. And he was, mm. I mean, you remember, he, he was jacked, yeah. he was big then. Uh, I'm five foot ten. He's about six foot plus, and he was—he was—he yeah, was, he looked at—he looked, he looked about twenty. Yeah. So. And then just round two was uh, again. I, I let this to my coaches. I do now. I didn't. Yeah. Why tell me what to do? Game plan. But so I'll knock him out. He can hit me, but I'll knock him out. Se came out. Second round was actually really like, explosive. Both mm. just, just trying to knock each other out. Round three, but halfway through, me doing my usual drop my hands. I come in to fucking hit him. Sorry. And as I've hit him. He's caught me at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And there's actually a picture and we caught the arc, both, both in the yeah. same punch. I think I took that picture. I think you did, you did. And he knocked me out yeah, yeah. cold. I remember it. And then I, I, I don't know what happened. I think Liam picked me up and I was on, the, on Liam's legs. Do you remember? Do you know what I remember most about oh. that was when, and you're absolutely right, you two connected pretty much at split second timing. At the same time, yeah. And the worst of it for me was being your friend as well. I didn't really know Naz that well, but being your friend, I looked across and you were, you were grabbing for your gum shield. You weren't really with where we were and yeah, you were yeah. stumbling for your gums you and I looked at you and I just thought flipping hell mate you know yeah, like as it. a mate you know knowing that you can answer <clears> yourself <throat> and that I thought oh man you know you've like <sighs> you say you like that showboat in the air go on and do it and then you're bang and it, oh, yeah, on. That, you it. shouldn't have done that it, like. it, it was crazy and you know what, that, that was the first wait excuse the uh, the pun but the first wake-up call because mm. I remember coming round and looking up to Liam because he had me in his arms yeah. like, like a married couple <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I was like uh, I was like, win? Oh, I said, I said has the ref stopped it? And I've been unconscious for about two months, uh, two, about two minutes. So yeah. thinking it was like I was still in the eight count or nine count. And, uh, but you sold the score, didn't you? I did. So you we had a, re we had a rematch um, about three months later. And I said, right, I'm not going to drink. I'm going to, mm. I said, I drank a couple of times, but I'm, I'm going to train properly. And this time I had a game plan mm. and I knew how to box him. I knew, I knew, and we had that horrible right hand. So everything I was doing, it was like the uh, amateur ABA kind of style. Yeah. In out, just yeah, in out, yeah. point yeah. score. Yeah. And in the second round or third round, maybe my, my trademark switch stance where I'm like this and I jump switch and then come over here yeah. and I dropped him. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't a knockout punch, but he went down. Mm. So I knew that if I, as long as they knocked out now, I was going to win. So yeah. I just ran away for two, just sort of yeah. two rows of jabbing, just, just trying to stay away. It a win, mate. And I got the win. Yeah. And, and that was so, that, that win was better than any of the win I had because... But I think the thing I like about that win was that made you mentally box rather yeah, than try and physically exactly. box you 100%, 100%. when you got in the ring you were very physical look at me i can do what i can do and and that has never hurt you until that day when you lost to naz whereas the second time what was really noticeably different yeah. was mentally you were much more controlled there yeah, was none of this showboating none of this like trying to stick your job go on go on go on you because know because again yeah, <laughs> <laughs> i mean let's talk about your fight now i mean we've gone through like your your, your glove boxing now you're bare knuckle yeah. i mean what on earth? I mean, you know, do you want to look like this? I mean, come on, flipping hell, mate. What's going on? Why is everyone's reaction like it? It is crazy, but we used to touch on it earlier. I'm more comfortable after all the fights I've had growing up. I'm more comfortable without gloves on. It's almost like, it sounds a bit crazy. I feel like 
someone thought, oh, um, TJ's quite good at boxing, but he's a good street fighter. Tell you what, let's make a new sport called bare knuckle boxing just for TJ. That's what I feel like. <laughs> right. I'm so comfortable, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so, so last, uh, going back to uh, that title shot last, last year, I gave up boxing. I was like, I'm not boxing again. This mm. is bollocks, you know. I mean, it's too much drama and politics mm. and red tape and this and that. So I was like, I won that fight and mm. I got waved off and it was, everyone was booing. And I was like, so I was like, I'm not doing it again. And I officially or unofficially retired, right? I was like, I'm not boxing again, it's all, it's all crap. And then um, December last year or November last year, I think it's, I had four weeks notice, uh, John Nutt, as we know, um, offered me a bare knuckle fight on bare knuckle debut. And I was like, yeah, do you know what? I fancy a bit of bare knuckle. Yeah, that, yeah. Took it on four, I didn't train for the whole year since yeah. the February. <laughs> partying, you know, I like party yeah. every week. I got to November, I had four weeks and I came down here with Chris, my trainer, and um, yeah, I was like, oh, man, I've got four weeks, I've got my bare knuckle debut. He's like, oh, for God's sake, I was like, don't take it. I was like, I can't, I've agreed yeah, now. Yeah, you can't back out. And, yeah, you, and back you know what I'm like, yeah. if someone offers me a fight, I'm going to yeah, fight you, you're going to do it, yeah. yeah. Win or lose, I'm going to yeah, fight you. Yeah. And um, yeah, I boxed and I won, and I won well. It was very, very different. It was my first one, and I couldn't be the same. Mm. Um, I'm called Hellboy, my name's Hellboy, because I like to be on the front foot. I'm always mm. pressing, I'm always closing mm. the gap. Whereas with the bare knuckle, you can't take a punch. Yeah. With gloves on, I used to, the first round, I'd always let them punch me first. Mm. Just, just to see how it worked, yeah, just power them out a bit. Because you know that first punch, it'd be the hardest punch they'll throw for yeah. the rest of that fight. Yeah. But you do that in bare knuckle, you go and see. So I was very, not nervous, what's the word, apprehensive. Mm. And I was boxing, and, I, and again, I boxed so well because I was, not yeah, I was scared. Mm. I was scared of getting hit. Yeah, no, it, that makes sense. That makes so, sense. So I boxed very, very well and, and smooth and nice, and it was good. So, but I was still unfit, and I, if I fought him now, I'd destroy mm. him in the first round. But I think one of the things I want to just <clears throat> say to people watching this that may not be quite au fait with the boxing issues. It, what I want to say, what TJ's saying there is, imagine getting hit with a pillow, and then imagine getting hit with a piece <laughs> of wood. And that's, that's the difference between if you're boxing with gloves, yeah. you know, if you're getting hit with a pillow, if you take those gloves off, you are going to get hit with a bit of wood. And it really yeah. is yeah, that much it, difference. It really, really. And you know what? A lot of people are perhaps not into the boxing or don't understand. When, when you're taped up, that's like a block of concrete. You yeah, know? that's it. That's and so it. when you take that glove off, that pillow off, and you've still got the same tape in there, it, it, you know, it ain't good. Well, you say that actually. So I, th I thought originally that you have the same boxing mm. tape, you know, the, the thing. But it's not. You have your, your wrist taped and your hands free. Oh, okay. It's, it's literally bare oh, knuckle. Oh, I didn't know that. I it's didn't know that. So, oh, right. So uh, the wrist yeah, to stop you breaking your wrist then. Exactly, yeah. So yeah. That, that's still solid yeah. and it stops about there. <laughs> you just oh, bare. wow. So it's really? actually bare knuckle. So it really is dangerous. I mean, a bit. How important has Venom been to you? Because, you know, as, as TJ, the guy that I know, the guy that I've seen for 10 years, you know, we've had a great crack. We've been out some great evenings. Now I see the different TJ. Now I see the guy that's gone from being the showboating, look at me, I love myself, oh, I can do this. Now you're focused. You can see that in your training. What's been Venom's input to that? Um, I've always trained, not on my own, but I've trained at gyms. I've had trainers in Bangkok. I've had Dom, uh, one of the best coaches I've ever had. He's now in Morocco, but I've never had a proper solid fight camp. Mm. And, and as you see, yeah, I'm yeah. always here at Venom. Yeah, training a lot, hard. A lot of them live here. Mm. So they wake up and they eat, sleep and breathe mm. boxing or, or fighting. They're always the Muay Thai fighters, but train in the morning, rest at lunch, train in the afternoon and it's something they eat. It. So they train so hard. I've never had that. I've always yeah. trained hard, but I've always done it myself, mm. which isn't good. You can't push yourself, do you know what I mean? So I come here and I, and I first came here in November and I trained with Chris. Oh, it's amazing. And because bare knuckle is this new 
<coughs> it's a new martial art, it is. It's, sure. it's brand new, right? Yeah. It, it is boxing, but you can also grab, you can also clinch oh, okay. with one hand okay. and, and dirty box. Can you? Right? Oh, so wow, I've nice. never done that before. They can, School they, time. They can actually grab your hold and then do that if they want to. Really? So that happened. I fought in February my second bare knuckle uh, against Fabiano Hawthorne, a good friend of mine now. Um, five rounds. And after I was so fit, I was really fit. I was so ready, fit as hell. Training with Chris and then the boys here at Venom. And after the first round, I sat down. Oh, it was in the midday sun, 40 degrees. Oh, was that the one in Phuket? Yeah, Phuket. yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. It was Boiling hot, wasn't it? Boiling hot. 40 degrees plus, it was crazy. But he was in the same heat. I can't use an excuse. But after the first round, he kept, because he's a Muay Thai fighter, I'm a boxer, mm. and it's, it's very different. Yeah, very, very. But they, they meet in the middle with, with bare knuckle, and he kept grabbing me a hold, and well, I'm trying to, I've, I've never done grappling or... or yeah, it's a lot of energy, it's a lot of energy. So I, I sat down in the first round, and I was going, oh, I was yeah. like, I, I'm done. I'm yeah. not, only two minute rounds. Did round two, round three, round four, which I thought was the last round, right. round five. And then uh, last 30 seconds, Liam told my, my, my cornerman, 30 seconds. So I've gone out and I split his eye and I split it in. I've really I've hammered him. And he's a tough guy. He's, he's a proper, proper tough guy, Fabiano. And I've sat down, big smile on my face, going, I've won that. And I Liam went, another one to go. Liam went, not yet. One more. I was like, oh, I forgot. And do you know what? It, it haunts me to this day. But I couldn't get back up. Yeah. I was slightly dizzy. Whether it was the sun or just the whatever, there's no excuse. I didn't get back up, and he won by default. Yeah. Fair play yeah. to him, a win's a win, but, and that for me, which you said about me being serious now, that was the like, what are you doing, Teach? Mm. If you want to be a fighter, be a fighter. If you want to yeah. be a wreckhead, yeah. be a wreckhead or a party boy after you win. Mm. Like, yeah. You can't juggle both, and I did that for years, you know, for 10, 15 years. So you go ahead, next, you know, you're not just going to fight in, in Thailand now, are you? You're off to America. Off to America. Big challenge. Yeah, so um, obviously, BK, you've got BKB in the UK, uh, which is bare knuckle boxing, and you've got BKFC in the States, which is bare knuckle fighting championship. Okay. Which is basically the bare knuckle of UFC. Okay. And it's growing so fast, it's crazy. It's Brilliant. just it's shooting through the roof. And I follow loads of the fighters there now, I'm in contact through Instagram and social media, I'm doing podcasts and stuff, and it's cool, man, it's really cool. And I was knocking on the door since that fight in February, because that, that was under the BKFC brand. Okay. So I was, I, they, they were all watching, so I was in the, and maybe because I gave up, I didn't get the, didn't get the yeah, green light. Yeah. I've been knocking on the door, been reaching out to people and trying to trying to get in, 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 in the doorway. Um, and then finally, uh, Two months ago, I got signed by Goat Combat Agency, okay, um, which are a bare knuckle management company uh, who work with BKFC. So I was signed by them. They handle all your sponsorships. They get you interviews, this, that, and they look after you. I've always done it myself. Too, yeah, you know, right. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I've got that now. And then um, last month, I was speaking to the guys from there, saying, "I'm training for a fight. Am I getting matched?" This was June, sorry. July event, no. August event, no. And then uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking, and he said, look, um, they're not going to pay for your flight, because, <laughs> I said to you before, I'm a nobody. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, coming up. Yeah. In Thailand and Patty, people know me, but I'm a nobody, right? And BKFC has got people like Chad Mendes, mm. Paige Van Zandt, know, yeah, um, Diego Sanchez, actually, yeah. um, Chris Lieben, yeah. um, Artem Lobov, all these UFC veterans and legends, celebrities, right? I'm a nobody, so they, they weren't going to pay my flight um, or any of my sort of camp or anything to get out there. However, I spoke to one of my sponsors, um, Crypto Against Cancer. Uh, the guys have obviously got a lot of money being crypto boys, 
Um, they're gonna fund me and pay for me to go out. Is that too loud? No, no. Uh, pay for me to go out. And um, yeah, so I, I mentioned that to the uh, to Goat Combat, and they said, look, if you can get out here in September, we're gonna match you. Dave Feldman, which is the owner of BKFC, will we'll, we'll match you uh, for October 22nd. Just gotta get there now, I'm halfway there, get there. And then, yeah, I should be fighting, uh, I think it's Miami or Tampa in Florida. Nice. Um, it's amazing, mate, so. Fair play of that, eh? <laughs> that'll be October 22nd. And then, um, yeah, once, I'll go, I think I'll do the same as I did when I first came to Thailand. I'm gonna go there for four to six weeks first on my own with my trainer, Chris. And then I'm sure I'm gonna like it, love it. And then I'll come back and I think early next year I'm gonna to move to Miami. That, that I think so. Oh, uh, we can't go. We'll, we'll, I'll, we'll be lost without I'll, you. I'll always, I'll always come back to Thailand. Obviously I've got, I've got a Thai fiance, so she's got Thai family, yeah. Thai friends. And, um, so I'll always come back here, but I've been here for so long now, 10 years. I don't know whether it's the COVID because everything's closed and it's not the same or whether it's, I don't know, whether it's the time scale. Yeah. But I'm just a bit over Thailand. And obviously if you go to Miami, on a, on arrival, you get a vaccination, um, which is done. One, oh, one, one Johnson and Johnson and everything's open. So I go to uh, go for four to six weeks. <clears throat> four to six weeks. He's gonna come through here in yeah, <laughs> Four to six weeks, uh, come back, and I think we're gonna move out. Uh, and, and, uh, so my girlfriend, or fiance, no, we're good care fiance, not girlfriend. Um, she's still got a work visa. Okay. Uh, she works for a um, aer aerospace company. So um, she's still got a 10 year visa. So she, I was like, babe, nervous to talk to her. I was like, I think we're gonna go to Miami. And she's like, yes, I wanna have kids next year. And she's like, I can't imagine bringing up a kid in Patty or Thailand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was oh, like, fair play. amazing. So fair I, think, play. I think the next chapter of my life, uh, the journey is going to be, obviously, if I'm in Miami, I'm where money is and where BKFC is, rather than traveling around the world and stuff. Well, so. if you're in Miami, we're going to have to do a video call. There you go. We? We'll yes. find out where it is. Well, listen, my friend, it's been a pleasure. to Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much here, buddy. We're going to have to go because Chris is walking around over there looking at you. And I think if we keep you any longer, he's going to work you a bit harder. Um, I will share the link description below where they can watch the or, or carry the fight, watch yeah, the fight. That's it. So, yeah. so it, it's BKTV app. Uh, it's an app we download monthly or yearly subscription. And that's all the bare fights pretty much around the world. All right. Well, I'll drop a link down below so we can connect with TJ, yeah, we'll see how he gets on. Good luck, my friend. I hope you do well. Cheer, brother. I hope nice you do so well. Guys, that's it from us today. As, as always, it's been an absolute pleasure, so we will be cheering you on. So, Team stuff. TJ, and afterwards, if you like a few sherbets, I'll tell there you what, you easy man, easy man. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it from us here at Venom Training Camp. I'll put a link in the description below if you are interested in coming to do Muay Thai or boxing. Uh, come down, see the trainers here. They're very, very experienced. They'll take care of you. Come and have a rattle with this guy before he sods off. <laughs> and uh, make sure you do it on a Monday, because Saturday and Sunday you'll be on the source. So <laughs> yes. make sure you do it on a Monday. <laughs> All right, that's it from us, guys. As always, please, guys, remember, hit the subscribe button and also the bell icon if you'd like to be notified when we bring out a new video. Check out our members area. More and more members are joining each and every week. And join our Discord group. And I'm going to go, because they're doing some of that in the background. That's it from us, guys. Thank you very much for watching. And please, wherever you are in the world, stay safe. <laughs> Oh,